ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce Jackson Cage Match. That's right, a series of podcasts where me and a guest sit down and we talk two beloved Bruce Springsteen songs and we determine, in our opinion, which one's the best. And winner take all. I am so excited that Dale is joining me tonight. Dale, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jesse. Glad to be with you again. Yes, um, Astros won the first game of the Silver Boot series, yeah. so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, they're they're good. Uh, yeah. you know we're not huge Astros fans, but it's kind yes. of keeping into our lives um, yeah, because they're good and young. Yeah, and uh, so we've been to I think uh, four games already this year. Probably. Oh, nice. So good start. Yeah. Very good. Yes, I know uh, your heart belongs up north. It does, but you know it's it's still basketball season at this house because the real boss is is a big uh, basketball and slash Rockets fan. So okay, highly entertained by last night. She actually the game's on so late, and uh, she woke up. And she's like, "Is that score right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "What the hell are you still watching it for then?" <laughs> so it's a good. It's a good. Uh, you know, people in Houston are very excited right now. So we'll see how that plays out. Very but, nice. Like everything else, have fun every day, man. Exactly. Have fun learn. every day. Far too much in the last couple of years. Yes, and um, I, I want to tell you how much I appreciate Dell sent me um, wonderful supportive notes, a package of CDs of music that's outside of Bruce that I'm making my way through. Too early to tell you who which ones I love yet, but um, it, yeah, they've all been interesting and it's fun. And so I appreciate the support, my friend. That's all right. Get some variety because, I mean, although we all love the guy, there is other really, really good music out there, and most of the stuff I sent you is somehow related to him one way or another. Um, yeah. Maybe not explicitly, but certainly implicitly. So, yes, very yeah. nice. Cool. Yeah. All right, so tonight we are going to talk the mother of all matches, Born to Run, Thunder Road, which one's better? And um, I got to tell you, I was impressed you signed up for this one because talk about a Sophie's Choice. Both songs from Born to Run, the album. Uh, Rolling Stone, top you know expert panels a few years ago, had Thunder Road as number three, Born to Run as the number one. Peter Chianka from Blogness on the Edge of Town just did a, what was the most Springsteenish song, and Thunder Road was first, Born to Run was second. And I think back to, I had the local sports station once, Babe Laufenberg and somebody else was arguing that Born to Run's the greatest rock and roll song of all time. And the other one says, well, no, 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 Thunder Road is the greatest rock and roll song of all time. I won't say they're the greatest rock and roll songs of all times, but I certainly think when you're discussing Bruce's top songs, they are in the discussion.
How do you want to start, Dale? Yeah, so to me, to me, we 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 just skip the whole March Madness thing and we just go to Championship Monday night. We'll just play the top two right off the bat. I think you that know, is a you, that is a you know, perfect analogy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, t- today I was looking at your list and I'm thinking these other ones are easier and nah, heck, these these you know these are the songs we go to sing and we know the words and we go to see and. And I think I remember from one of your earlier podcasts, maybe maybe the other day when you were talking to Jeff, I just listened to that. I finally had time this week to listen to that. Saying, I think you said that you didn't see Thunder Road for quite a few times. That is correct. And so I, I had to go back and check my um, history on my Springsteen passport. And Thunder Road is the song I've seen the most. Uh, you know, and like you said, the other night number shows you haven't been been to is really that important. But yeah. I've seen Thunder Road twenty four times. I've seen Thunder Road only 10, but like the last six shows in a row, I've seen Thunder Road. And, um, you know, they're, to me, they're completely different songs, but they're still, you know, they're so Bruce songs. Um, you know, I think that both have, you know, there's not a right or wrong answer. There's an answer that I believe, but a lot of my choices are because of other things associated with those songs. Um, you know, Borden to Run is, there's nothing more fun um, than seeing those people that are maybe the first show and they get the, they know, and they know Born to Run and they, you yeah. know you're going to get it at the guarantee, you know, and they get yeah. and they get to that song and they just they just can't control themselves like I can't believe he's playing it. I'm like, well, you have to play this every time. You know? Well, and, and you, know. you know, I think it was funny when he played uh, the Apollo Theater. Um, they mm-hmm. didn't do Born to Run. And right. they had talked about that how rare it was, yeah. how long it had been since the E Street Band had performed and they did not do Born to Run. Um, I am going to come up with, um, I'm going to have a series of episodes coming up in a few weeks. I've already got people sent to me. What are your top five or ten live Springsteen memories? And mm-hmm. um, a little sneak peek, spoilers is um, the first time I saw him at the Rising, on the Rising Tour in Reunion Arena there in Dallas, um, hearing Born to Run for the first time makes my list. And I, I, you know, like Linda was going, um, I didn't know any of the songs because she had not heard the Rising and this wasn't a greatest hit. And she goes, did you like it? And I said, yes, I loved it. But I'm going to tell you right now, Linda, if I had hated everything else, but the chance to hear Born to Run Live would have made the night for me, you right. know? Yep. And, yeah, and, and I kind of feel the same way. If I, if I talk about my top Springsteen moments that are really just about the shows, not about, you know, because I reordered mine because of getting spent time with the real boss at shows this year in Europe, but my actual top moment was in 2012 in the wrecking ball tour in Omaha. I was front row center on the, on the, on the, uh, monitor. And during born to run, I got to strum the guitar, right. Which is, 
you know, it's good as it gets. And as close that, as I've come, personally, because yes. I didn't get to go to the book signing like some of you. But no. As close as I come touch you, Bruce. Because, and I'm okay with that. because you had real world. Uh, <laughs> the world work. Yes. <laughs> um, so I did not touch Bruce, and I'm okay with that. I don't need to touch another 67 year old man as a 57 right. year old man. I'm, but. But then when I go to the other side, Thunder Road, I have like two or three great memories of uh, same thing, uh, Wrecking Ball 2012 in London, Hyde Park. He opened with Thunder Road, just Roy on piano and him on with his um, with his harmonica. And uh, just a really nice, you know, I think his comment was, this is the first song we played when we hit the ground in 1975 in England for the first time. Yeah. And it was just it had been a rainy, dreary, and it ended up being a really rainy and soaky night, but the sun was out and it was beautiful. And um, I watched that recently just to remind myself of how, like, encaptured 75 or 80,000 people can be in a park in London knowing the, every word to the song, um, you know, that's 40-some years old. Yeah. Um, so it was – I was there. And then, and then to, you know, to me, because when you get to the end, I love both songs. They're right. different songs. Thunder Road is a – is a songwriter's song to me versus Born to Run is a rock and roll song, but they're I both agree. great songs. But the deciding factor to me is for our well, daughter's wedding, uh, yeah. the father, you know, our father daughter dance was Thunder Road. Okay. So it, 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 it comes, it, it, but I could spend five more minutes and convince myself that Born to Run is the best song. So I, I think, I think that's a really good point. So let's start with Born to Run. Then we'll go to Thunder yep. Road. Um, yep. I, I think, Born to Run, you know, if if it's not Born in the USA, I mean, Born to Run is the song most associated with him. He named his autobiography yep. by that. Um, right. I, I think it is this epic, um, you know, call to get out there and, and while we're young. Um, I, I think it is, in my mind... A newbie's usually high point of a show mm -hmm. because yep, to hear that, for sure. and I don't know how you feel, Dale, but I have a couple of my friends that are a little bit snobbish and elitist, and you know I'll hear them say, "Well, if he just would cut Born to Run, we could get something from Tracks or something yeah. from everything." And I'm like, "You got to no. remember, every show is someone's first show." And exactly. Uh, you know, I'll say after 27 shows, I still want Born to Run. I'm sorry. Yes. You know, it, it's it's where we learn to lead. I mean, for most of us, not the New Jersey, New, New, you know, New York right. uh, people who seen it for years. But for those of us growing up in Pennsylvania, the first time I heard of Bruce Springsteen was that cover with him and Clarence, you know, and that's the song we all knew because uh, it was, I don't know, in college, high school. And so yeah. rock and roll songs are what you wanted to hear. Thunder Road was the first song on the album, but Born to Run was the rock and roll song. It's yes. the first one that sucked you in and said, hmm, who's this Wendy chick, you know? Yeah. And, and where are we going with this story? You know, and I, I've heard his story millions of times about, you know, how that's the whole thing of Born to Run was to draw us into this lifelong story. And, you know, we still are, uh, you know, when, when you do the, one, two, three, four thing in the whole crowd is going crazy. It doesn't matter if you're 57 or 27. That's a fun time. And, yeah, you know, and I, think... I, I totally agree, Dale. When the lights go up and everyone's yes. screaming along and, and fists are pumping and right. um, 
and when you take that break, you know, where the musical bridge and then, mm-hmm. you know, the countdown and then you rush to the end. I mean, it truly, yep. as we're recording this, we're close to Kentucky Derby time. And, you know, yep. Linda and I love yeah. Kentucky and the bourbon land. But you are mm-hmm. rounding the curve on that race and you are just metal to the pedal, you know, nose down, whatever analogy you want to give. You are driving, uh, you know, as fast as you can toward that end of that song. Yeah. I mean, yeah you're just like spinning, out of the tur- you're spinning out of the home turn, you know, heading down that. And it's just, you know, it's just there are times when I think that should be the end of the show, right? Yes. Because like, okay, because it just can't get any, how can it get higher than that? Because there's no way that song, uh, I don't think, I, don't, I haven't seen it in 24 times I've seen it. There's no way that song is ever boring, you know? And, and so, yes, those elitists who want to have, uh, I don't know, some crazy song off of tracks that nobody, that four people heard of, or, right. you know, the, the, the lunatics like us have heard of, but yeah. the crowd just get born to run. No, the crowd has to, have, you know. And and the thing I always, I'm always amazed by, not just Bruce, but all these guys, is he sick of that song yet? You know, I mean, I think there yes. was, I think it was a few years ago, there was somebody counted out that this, this was, I want to say, I don't know, 2010, back in the day when the main forum was on BruceSpringsteen.net. Somebody figured out that he, there was a thousandth, thousandth time of playing Born to Run before a crowd. Yes. You're like, so is he sick of it? And you go, yeah, but that's that's the deal that made it all, that right. started all this in reality, you know? Well, I remember a few years ago, 60 Minutes did a show on him, and little Steven was there, and they talked about that um, BTR. You know, they made a big deal. Mm-hmm. You didn't even write it out. And, you know, I kind of thought that was a little cheesy because – it isn't like he writes all of the, you know, <laughs> lyrics out either. Right. You know the song titles, right. and um, and little Stephen made the joke, and one day we hope we'll get it right, and they laugh, and I think Stephen said he thinks I'm joking. Um, I, it, I, I would think it is a sense of joy. It appears, um, much like the circus performers that get hit in the face with a pie over and over again you know and each time they make it look different and new because they know it's a new audience i I think they feel that at least from my perspective watching them do you know born to run the energy and the joy um each time there's just a a happiness in that yep there is and it is the entire crowd because yeah, there might be ten people there that wish it was playing something else, but they're even that you know, even they are even they are bending on that going, Oh, yeah, we can't skip this tonight. This this is just too much. there is like you said, when it gets to that bridge and the whole place goes crazy and the lights are up, it's just too much fun and and I don't care how dreary your life might have been that day or how bad things may have been going, then those three minutes, you know, I mean, it's it's uh you know, to steal from no surrender, you know, it's three minutes of complete joy. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, it, it doesn't get better, you know. I mean, I think if it doesn't get played, I mean, you know, there are nights it doesn't get played. I think um, when we saw him at Ace during South by Southwest, I don't think we got it that night. Right. There's been three times I didn't get it. I don't think we got it that night. 
But that was a funky, that was a different night, you know, so right. it was okay. Yes. But on a normal basis where it's a regular show, yeah, you got to have that. And, and I, I would, you know, I mean, there's lots of great ways to begin. You know, I, I think there was one time a discussion of what if you opened a show with Born to Run? I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> that might be a tough set list to follow that up with because you have to yeah. keep going fast, and, you know. And I think there's an older show um, where it had not become his anthem yet, and it's just, mm -hmm. you know, kind of beginning of the set list. Um, so how about – are there covers of Born to Run that – help way that this might be a um, win this thing. I know uh, I love Melissa Etheridge's version of it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think she has so much passion and uh, whether she sings it as a duet with Bruce or just by herself, I think she does a great job. Um, yeah. did she, I, I'm trying to remember. Did she do that? Is that what she did at the Kennedy honors thing? I think she, she did. Yes. Yeah, it was, that was, spectacular from my yeah. point of view that was, I mean, that was yeah. you know um yeah that's that's the one that i really am thinking of um yeah you know and um uh, i don't know i i know i always hear the cover me versions on uh on uh serious once in a while but yeah. i you know the the problem is it's so good the other way. I don't know yeah. if I need anybody else to cover it, but you're right. Melissa has huge passion yeah. for it. You know, she's a huge Bruce fan, you know, and um, I've never personally seen anybody. Oh, I know. I know who did it. When I was in London that day uh, for Hyde Park, there's a young Scottish singer. I say let him in. I might have sent you one of her CDs, maybe. Uh, Amy McDonald, who I just think is spectacular. Yes. And she doesn't play in America because she has no fans here. But she did Born to Run in a completely different way, right? Because you throw a female voice onto it who's not that passionate voice like Melissa. Yeah. But um, I thought it was pretty, I don't know, the only word I can think of is ballsy to be playing Born to Run when Bruce is going to take the main stage in about two hours, you know? And, uh, and later that week, I saw a picture. She got to meet him backstage, and you could tell she was like, oh, I sang his song, and then I got to meet him. Um, I think maybe that... Maybe I just like that idea of a female singing it versus the male singing because I don't think you can get a guy singing it any better than Bruce does, you know. Especially, I and I personally think it's better now than I when I listen to. You know, it's one of the things I've noticed: the more old stuff that he releases, or most, you know, I just got for the record store day. I got the four um, album from Hammersmith Odie, and I had it on nice. DVD or whatever. But now I have the albums and. The songs are so much faster back then. You know, he yeah. slowed them down. And I know there's some commentary on Backstreet's Oh, it's because they're, you know, well, like, yes, they are older. You know, he probably can't sing that fast and still do, you know, I mean, how many songs would he do in four hours if he was singing fast? But um, I think that, you know, the versions I've been hearing lately, um, you know, is, is so good. And just to me, it's like if you look up the word rock and roll in a dictionary and it was an audio thing, you should be yeah. born to run. Yeah, Absolutely. It is. I yeah. know yeah. that I I loved um when the cast of Glee opened the Emmys with that mm -hmm. a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I thought with Jimmy Fallon, I thought it was very funny um and a great version. It's it's so happy. So um definitely a song that gets your blood pumping and gets you going. So you know, if we're gonna you kind of with our um, 
the energy in the rock and roll and i think you said it best it's a rock and roll anthem and and it is a it is such a joy to hear so now we flip yeah. to thunder road about i had not seen you know my first shows he had not seen mm -hmm. it now then i the last six or seven he's ended almost every show with thunder road um a highlight once again was at the free show here in dallas back in 2012 mm -hmm. where yep. it was the first time i heard it where he he gestured to patty to stay and they, um, you know, he sang it solo with her doing a few mm -hmm. harmonies. Um, Thunder Road Some is... people just... call it harmony. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> just speaking, just throwing my wife's two cents. I yeah, appreciate I that, yes. <laughs> um, Thunder Road is a song that I've grown to love more as an older man. Yeah, um, I would agree. I... I, it is the more I hear it and the more in depth that it is, it, it is like a Neil Gaiman novel, as we 
talk about, you know, American Gods just came on and, mm-hmm. and you know, Ocean at the End of the Lane. It is a book, a poem that I hear each time and each time I find a new depth to it and a new um, exactly. thought. Yeah. Yep, I would agree. Um, I think that, um, you know, when my daughter was getting married, she's like, you know, we were at the wedding planning thing, and, and they're like, so is there going to be a father-daughter dance? My daughter's like, yeah. And she go, and the lady goes, what song What song would it be to? And Brittany goes, well, it'll be a Springsteen song. I can tell you that, you know. And, and the lady goes, which one? I go, oh, i got to think about that. Yeah. I mean, I really, because I really did have to think about it. Like, you know, I mean, first of all, nobody in America wants to see me dance to begin with. Right. But um, if I'm going to somebody to dance with my daughter on her wedding day, what's it going to be? And I spent, I spent a good bit of time. I think I even like quizzed. This was before Twitter world and things like yeah. that. So I quizzed some friends going, what do you think? You know, lots of people were doing the, if I should fall behind, like, no, no, that's the husband wife dance. That's not right. the daddy daughter dance. You know? So it came back to what, you know, you know, it really came back to what's my favorite, favorite song um, as far as what the song, you know, what the song says. And so um, it was in 2013, she got married. So it was after we'd been in same night as that I was, that I strummed the guitar in Omaha, yeah. Thunder Road, and it was just again he did about a minute, and then he goes to the band, come on, and he brings the band in. So that was my way of America, or, or the people at the wedding, not to watch six minutes of me dancing because what we did was when Bruce said come on, I'd already, I'd already cued everybody, all my friends. When he says come on, that means all of you dance, get on the right. dance floor, so that I don't. So, um, so that was the song we danced to, and then when he came to Houston in the Woodlands the next time. Uh, Brittany and Derek went to the show, the, her first show ever, and uh, she texted me because he played Thunder Road at the end. She's like, he's playing our song, Dad. And I was oh. like, yes, he is. So it was a good, uh, you know, it's it's um, it's a really great song. Just the lyrics are really good, you know, and it really tells a story, which is what I kind of like with you. I, the older I get, the more I like stories. It's one of the things I loved about living in Austin was all the all the songwriters right. telling stories. You know, whether who I heard might be McMurtry or Jimmy LaFave or Guy Forsyth or any of those guys telling stories. Yes. And and this is really a story that, and, and he said it multiple times. You know, it was the first song on Born to Run, and it was bringing and telling a story of here's you know here's where we're gonna go, and who knew it was gonna be forty plus fifty years of stories. Um, but it's uh, got the rock and roll side, you know. There's no better part than the than the crowd singing along, um, you know. And and it's been fun as we've traveled all over the world to see the crowd sing along. It doesn't even, you know, I guess they all speak English really, but they all know the words and are so excited to sing Thunder Road with Bruce. And you know, it's 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 really, uh, I mean, overall it can be very. I mean, when I saw in London to open, it was just him and Roy. There was nobody else yeah. on stage the first song, and it's a spectacular. Just a piano and harmonica is all you need. You don't need to have a guitar. No, but you know, full band is great too. You know? And I, I, there's so many wonderful videos. You know, in this wonderful world of the internet we have now, where, you know, at the end of different fundraisers or different concerts and Mm -hmm. as fun as it is to hear born to run and everyone scream the lyrics you know there is a sense of almost a campfire of us all holding hands and singing thunder road together and instead of kumbaya yes 
yeah, you know, have a little faith. There's magic in the night. Um, That's correct. And I will. My wife hates the song because of the line about "You ain't a beauty, you're all right." Um, she's like, that is just the, the harshest song ever. Um, and yeah, probably not politically correct in 2017, no. but the truth. But I will tell you, and um, you know, I was lucky enough, um, or sweet enough, Karen, um, who was on my Castle podcast. Re- there was that column about Mary's side of Thunder Road, you know, and she mm-hmm. recorded it, and then we spliced it in with Thunder Road, and which made it a really funny song to hear uh, when you think of it that perspective. But um, yep. when um, the Mavericks were on their championship run, um, anytime mm-hmm. they were down in the fourth quarter, um, I would, you know, tweet. Um, have a little faith. There's magic in the night. Um, this team ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right, you know. And and, and, and it's pretty accurate with Dirk on the team. They're not a beauty, but hey, yes, end, you know. And you know, and there's um, there is a a serenity to Thunder Road and and a feeling of mm-hmm. um, loss. And then when you throw in like Jay's discussing it on his English class and. He asked the question, does Mary get in the car? And I think that's right. a great question because as an optimist, I go, absolutely, she gets in the car. Right. But yep. there's pessimists who say, no, she's afraid, and she doesn't make that choice, which makes sure. a, a great discussion. So mm-hmm. – um, and then there ha- there has not been as many classic uh, covers of Thunder Road, but you know, if you Google it, there are – you know, different artists that have done it that have uh, found right. their own way and made it their own mm-hmm. song. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's interesting because to me, um, to me, every rock and roll show should end with a rock and roll song, right? It should end with a Born to Run or a Land of Hope and Dreams, or upbeat, right. high energy, right? And, and recently we've been getting Thunder Road, just him and his guitar, which yes. is, breaks all my rules about the way a show should end. But the way it's played out with just him and his guitar and his harmonica, you know, it's, if you didn't love the song so much, you might be crying just because it's like, yeah. this is the way, you know, this is the non rock and roll way to end because we all know the song. Right. And we want to sing along and we're all going to go home happy because we got Thunder Road. You yeah. Know? You know, um, I, for a long time, I thought that James Taylor should end every show with Sweet Baby James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of as a, a lullaby ending going. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, man, I will tell you, it is hard for me not to vote for the road just because of the connection to your daughter's wedding and that being that yeah. first song yeah. together. I mean, I sentimentally, mean, that yeah. puts a lot of weight for me. But I'm I'm sitting in my <clears throat> so-called office, but really it's my music room where I have all my music. And for my um, gift for the wedding, you know, mom's got all yeah. kinds of things. I got a picture frame with it says "Always Your Little Girl" and it has the first two verses of "Thunder Road" printed down the left hand side. Oh wow! Know? And so that picture frame will never leave. Uh, you know, it, it will be. Um, in the crematorium with me, probably, you know, but it's, um, you know, it, it's, as we get to this part of life and you start to plan different things, you know, yeah. and one of the things I said was, you know, cause we just went through the thing where my dad passed away. And so right. 
I, I was thinking about the memorial service, and I'm like, these are some songs that have to be played, you know, right. and they're both on the list because right. these are both, you know, these are both key things. And, you know, I mean, I also put some songs on this. Everybody going, what? Where is this from? Yeah. Like, digging through the CDs trying to find it, you know. Right. We, we, we used uh, Terry's song at my dad's memorial service, and nobody oh, nice. there except me had ever heard the song. Right. You know, and, and uh, it was it was uh, good. And, and But Thunder Road is, is – a great way to end the night and um you know it's got special place um you know born to run is a highlight because i got to strum the guitar which is yeah you know right up there but thunder road just has some really nice times of you know it's uh like you said it's a community thing it's our it's our kumbaya it really is i think in that you know especially the i mean everybody knows the songs but the those of us uh, I use affectionately the Springsteen nerds really yeah. really loved up the road. Well, know? and I'm glad you brought that up because most of the listeners know. Um, you know, I was diagnosed with cancer uh, first part of March, and my son went to Etsy, and he bought uh, someone had done a beautiful kind of hand painted poster that is "Have a little faith, there's magic in the night." And he mm-hmm. gave it to me, you know, when I got out of the hospital saying, you know, I, I had faith, Dad. I knew you were going to be okay, and I wanted you to have this. And um, you got to tell you, when your kid brings you something, yeah. you know, um, so I, I love Born to Run, and I I want to hear it every live concert, and I will tell you mm-hmm. when – it will be played two or three times in a row if I'm in an open car and I got the, you know, and I've got my little sunroof open and the wind blowing, you know, I will scream yeah. out loud. But if mm-hmm. I had to pick one, I think it would be Thunder Road for me. Yep. Um, I'm with you. It's, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a smarter person, which I've never been threatened to being that recently, at least would have taken some, some different song and said, and then it's an easy, you know, because, I'm thinking if we put a hundred Springsteen fans in a room, it'd be fifty-one forty-nine. And I don't know which way it'd be. Um, I, I, you know, because I totally agree, and you know that's one of the things that I wanted to do in this series of podcasts is I didn't want to make it easy. I didn't want to say, right. "Okay, Badlands or New Jersey Devil," you know. <laughs> By the or, way, or you know, I mean, I, you know, I, should, I could I could have been really good for that. I could have said Thunder Road or Jolie Blonde. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, I would have picked Thunder Road anyway, but yes. We would have had completely different views on that one. Yes, so, it would have. Um, yeah, by the way, I just had someone post on my uh, Facebook page that he is from Ireland, and he says a true fan loves every Bruce song. And I almost said, New Jersey Devil? Really? <laughs> um, Sorry, waiting on a sunny day. <laughs> yes, swallowed up in the whale. I know you like it. I, know, I, I know do, like but it. that's okay. It's, but there, yeah. Worn us out, you know. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, okay, so there we've got it. We we're picking Thunder Road, and uh, but I but I think there's the emotional connection for us. I think yeah. someone else who did this debate that did not have. Um, a father-daughter dance to it may pick yeah, exactly. in the anthem. Um, yep. Dale, thank you so much. It's always a blast talking to you. This is always a lot of fun. Um, any final thoughts? 
no retreat, no surrender, Jesse. Both of our lives right now, my friend. Absolutely. You know, so. um, I have told the story, but I don't think it's been on the air yet. Um, you know, I ended every one of my posts on Caring Bridge and on tweets and Facebook, no retreat, no surrender. So a friend of mine said, man, he must really love this Claude Van Damme movie, which is called No Retreat, No Surrender. <laughs> I, I saw you got a poster. He said, no, he bought me the DVD and he oh, brought DVD, it to the hospital. Okay. And I was yeah. looking like, yeah, it's a Springsteen thing. Oh, I just figured, I mean, you know, so it was, yes. It, it was, it was, I mean, when you, you know, when this, when it first came, when your news first came out and you posted that, you know, because when Joe went through that two years ago, that was my, you know, I, yes. I have a lyric on my, on my email all the time at work and, when we were, when she was first diagnosed, I changed mine to no retreat, no surrender. So I know exactly where you're coming from. And it was my, you know, it was the battle hymn of my Republic for, uh, for the six months of that battle. And, and, you know, Absolutely. we're all thankful that things are looking up for you and, uh, many more podcasts in the future for you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. And I'm sending the best, yeah. uh, love and good thoughts and prayers to you and your lovely bride. Um, tell yeah. her I said, hi, um, okay. listeners, let us know if we were wrong. Uh, send me a tweet at at setlustingbruce at, um, on Twitter. You can send me setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We have a phone number, 214-736-3. We will get to see a show together sometime soon. So, we will. Sooner yeah. later, my friend. Sooner later. Yep. All right. So for now, we're going to call it good night. And thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.